Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors and my amazing co-host, the one and only Tony Shore. Tony, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm great, John. I've had uh, a busy week and been having fun, though. Looking forward to the show. Thanks for having me on. How's everything going there at A4? Everything is fantastic. We've kicked off the year with a bang here in 2019. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff we're going to talk about today in today's show. We're actually going to talk about a topic that some retirees don't like to talk about, which is spending less in retirement. I know for a lot of us, we like to spend more in retirement. And if you plan well, some of you can, or a lot of you can. Again, we, we don't uh, necessarily make plans to fail, but if you fail to plan, uh, then you could fall short. So we're going to talk about that on today's show. Again, spending less in retirement. It will apply to a lot of listeners out there. And by the way, if you are listening or you can't catch the show at a regular time, you can always go to iTunes or Google Play, and we have a whole library of shows on a plethora of different topics out there. So, so we, we talk about this, Tony. You know, most people are worried about how much they have in their retirement accounts, right? Yeah. You know, what's, what's, what's their number? Or what number do they have to accumulate to generate enough income so that they don't outlive their money? You know, that's a great question, and it's gonna be different for our listeners out there. Some people spend a lot more than they make. Some spend a lot less, they're frugal. Uh, You know, we believe in a balanced approach here at A4. You know, if you save everything for tomorrow and don't live today, that could be a mistake. Um, Of course, the opposite is also true. If you live all for today and don't have anything for tomorrow, that could be a major mistake. So, So what's the right balance? And, you know, many people forget to consider, you know, how much they can actually spend in retirement. And we talk about what you can spend. You know, if you've got a lot of money in pre-tax accounts, that's not all yours. You have a, you have a partner. You know who your partner is, Tony? Uh, the IRS. The IRS is your partner, right? <laughs> right? Was I right? So, you know, when we talk about spendable income. That's after you pay tax on it. You know, if you've got Roth accounts, you're, you're blessed because uh, that actually is money that you can actually put in your pocket. It's not taxed first before you could spend it. But you know, what your retirement number is and how much can you spend? What does your spendable retirement income plan look like? Now, I can tell you that for 80% of people out there, maybe even more, they do not have a detailed written retirement income plan. And we've talked about this on many shows. I don't wanna spend less in retirement. But if you don't have a detailed written retirement income plan, you may have to spend less in retirement because you're forced to. So for a lot of listeners out there, if that's the case, let's fix that. You know, 2019 is a new year. Uh, you can give us our, our office a call toll free and we can put a plan like this together for you. Um, our two-step process, by the way, is complimentary. Before you commit or make a decision to work with our firm, 
uh, you can call us toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. And we will help you put together, put together a plan so you don't necessarily have to spend less. Yeah. Well, and spending less is hard for most of us. I mean, it is for myself and my family, uh, but I think it, that's uh, we're all in that boat together. But is it different in retirement, trying to spend less? You know, I think, Tony, for retirement, it can be inconvenient. Um, you know, because people, especially if you've lived a certain lifestyle your whole life, yeah, it's very difficult to change that, you know? And that's why we tell our clients and prospective clients and our listenership out there that, you're probably going to spend 70 to 85% of your working income. So as a general rule of thumb, if you and your spouse are making 100000 together as a couple, a married couple, 70000 to 85000 is about the range of where you're going to want to be. Yeah. And we have many people that say, John, I want to have 100. I'm 100 now and I'll be 100 then. So the only way that you can do that, Tony, is good planning. And again, most people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. And maybe they don't know how to plan. You know, this is why we think people out there need a good financial advisor, someone who is a fiduciary, someone who will act in the you know in your best interest in all aspects of the planning relationship is critical. Um, you know, so again, predicting what your expenses are going to be as your paycheck goes away, um, you know, that can be a difficult thing to determine because sometimes things change. Like maybe your house is paid off, maybe your children are out of college now and that expense is no longer there. But we can project those things and we can dial that number in. Uh, But the main point for a lot of people, if you don't plan properly, that you may have to spend less. And we just don't want to go down that road. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people struggle with that. And I can see how that would be an issue. And not only do retirees maybe need to spend less in retirement, they're probably estimating too low on what their expenses will be in retirement, right? At 100%. You want to beef those up, you know, um, especially if you're pulling money out of taxable or pre-tax accounts, you got to factor what your taxes are going to be. And I always try to go with a higher number, not a lower number, um, because chances are, it's like anything else, we just did an upfit to our office building and we budgeted X and we were over X. And that happens a lot in life. You know, you think it's going to be this much, and a lot of times it's more. So we want to plan for more because if we plan for more and we can make up that difference and maybe we can hit those numbers. So I think it's critical for people out there. Uh, let's number one, do a cash flow worksheet and let's look at everything you spend money on because if your house is paid and kids are out of the house, you know, if you go to church, you, the tithes never go away, you know. Um, property taxes, house is paid, that never goes away. Utility cost, that never goes away. Um, and then a lot of people want to do fun things in retirement. You know, I think we talked on a, on a show about taking, you know, my family to, to a Panther game. Uh, so my wife and my two boys, it's it's not cheap. I mean, going to the movies, Tony, is not cheap. No. Um, you know, just that you look at what you pay this in concessions alone. So a lot of people want to live a fun, active, healthy retirement lifestyle. And that can all happen if you plan well. And, you know, it's so funny that so many people will, you know, they think, well, hey, I've been out of work or I started late. I'll never catch up. And that's just not the truth. The truth is you need to get a plan and start working your plan, make adjustments as necessary and save as much as you possibly can. You know, if you got if you're late to the game starting, there are a lot of catch up contributions in the IRS code to help you catch back up. 
and then making the right financial decisions with your money, making sure that you buy the right investments. You know, as you get closer to retirement, don't take too much risk. You know, a lot of these things sound like common sense, but a lot of people make pitfalls. Uh, they buy investments with high fees or high commissions. Um, they, you know, they put their money in retirement accounts that have maybe too much risk as they want to turn that into income. So if you're not sure about any of those things, please give our office a call. You know, don't make the mistake that a lot of people back in 2007 made and then had to go back to work another four or five or six years. And listeners can call our office, Tony, anytime at 855-260-7361. Right. And, and I know that there are ways to save and reduce expenses in retirement. Uh, and we've talked about some of those in past shows, John. Uh, and these costs can add up very quickly, like... Um, you know, like vehicles, maybe you don't need a vehicle and all the cost that goes with that, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, people, I think, want to upgrade their vehicles at certain points, you know. When your car starts to become unreliable, that's probably a good time. But, you know, there's smart ways to buy cars, right? Yeah. I mean, you can buy a used car, 10, 15,000 miles on it and, and shave off 30% of the depreciation. And, you know, and if, like, for example, if you buy a Toyota, not that I'm not pro-American, I am, but... There are some cars that just last a really long time. You know, yeah. Subarus, I mean, you put gas in them and change the oil and they go forever. So yeah. I would say buy smart, you know. Um, not everybody needs to have a really nice Mercedes or the, the latest and greatest SUV because, you know, you can still get to point A to point B and have a fairly decent vehicle without overspending. So yeah, making smart financial decisions, especially if you make a major purchase like a car, you know, that's all going to go back into your bottom line. And a lot of people out there need, need to be coached on it. Um, you know, our, all of our clients tell me before they make any financial decision or major financial purchase, I say, listen, run it by me. Let's look at all your cash flow. If you have a pension, social security, retirement accounts, we look at what that income is and we see if it's affordable. You know, I've seen people call into Susie Orman and, you know, they, Susie, can I afford this? And she flat out tells you, no, you can't, you're not there yet, or yes, you easily can. And you know, you never want to put yourself in debt or, or highly leverage yourself, especially later in life, because the amount it could cost you could be three times what the car costs, for example, if you're financing it over time. So, you know, be careful not to um, overspend or put yourself in debt. I think that's just really good, sound financial advice. Yeah, I think so too. So uh, you're looking at ways that uh, we can just uh, make sure that we're not overspending in retirement and we know what we need to do. Um, what are some other tips you have for us in this area? Um, you know, I mean, depending upon who you are, you know, I tell people every little bit adds up, right? I mean, right. You, know, you look at a credit card bill, you know, and we put everything like on an Amex Platinum account. This is for business and I have one for personal. And we put everything on there and then we pay it off in full each month, which it's a good money habit. And credit card companies are generous. You know, that you get free airline miles, you get points. But the reason I really like doing everything on a credit card and then paying it off in full is it categorizes expenses. And Tony, I've seen your Pizza Hut bill. We need to trim that down a little bit. <laughs> Probably. Uh, you, know, sure. uh, but, you know, eating out, entertainment cost. You know, some people, I mean, here in Lake Norman, they have a 7,500 or 8,000 square foot home. And now they're empty nesters. Their kids maybe just left. Do you need that much house, you know? Um, but categorizing expenses help you evaluate how you're spending money. Um, so that's why I really like using a credit card, putting everything on there, having it categorized stuff. And you look back at the month or the quarter or the year, 
and it tells you, hey, I'm really spending too much on entertainment costs. You know, hey, I like, I, lo- I love entertainment, but sometimes you just spend a little bit too much in that. So, yeah. you know, just look for ways to trim it. Um, you know, like I talked about going to the movies. Sometimes we can just get Netflix for four or five bucks versus a night at the movies is well over a hundred. If I buy four tickets and concessions, you know, in somewhere in that range, I should say, versus staying home, ordering pizza and doing Netflix. So there's a lot of things people can do to entertain themselves, but I think also keep their bottom line in check. So these are all little things because they add up. You look at your credit card bill at the end of the month, you're like, did I really put two grand on there? But those little expenses add up. You know, sometimes you subscribe to things, Tony, that you don't need. And then if you're not using these things, those subscription costs keep coming out. You know, January is a great time to evaluate that. Maybe you cut some of those subscriptions out, especially if you're not using them. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is good stuff, and we're going to talk some more about this and and what we can do in retirement and uh, how to uh, look at our expenses there. Uh, But we do have to take a quick break, John. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Yeah, I think that for listeners out there, you know, for them taking the first step can be difficult. They don't know who they can trust or who they want to work with. You know, I recommend that you go to our website, go to www.a4, letter A, numeric four, wealth.com. You can check out our team. You know, we've been doing this for a very long time. I've been in the business now for over 20 plus years. And, uh, you know, come in for a complimentary consultation because there's no risk to do that. There's no cost. And see where your plan is at and if we could actually help you. So, I recommend you pick up the phone and give us a call. It's toll-free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. We love to hear from you, and we'd love to see if we can actually help you. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from A4 Wealth Advisors now by going to a4wealth.com or by calling us at 888-949-7475. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, today you're talking about spending less in retirement. Um, and when we're working to spend less in retirement, what what are some things we need to consider? Yeah, another thing, uh, Tony, that many retirees you know, maybe don't want to hear is you need to focus on financially preparing for health care in retirement. Um, a lot of people kind of blow it off. I mean, even I talk about chronic care and people say, well, you know, I'm just going to jump off a bridge or, I mean, they get crazy in some of their answers, but a lot of people get chronic illness and, you know, the cost, uh, I think of the average baby boomer from 65 until, you know, they pass might be 250 to $350,000. Um, so preparing for healthcare is a big deal. And, you know, that has to happen, you know, because your health could be less predictable than the stock market. You know, I've seen people that are incredibly healthy, that eat incredibly healthy, somehow get cancer, you know. I've seen people that are incredibly unhealthy and smoke and drink and live to 100. I don't, I don't understand that sometimes, but I can just tell you health can be unpredictable, but you need to prepare for health care costs and maybe things that are curveballs that 
you know, if they're not inside your plan and then you have to spend down your emergency fund or other assets that kills your retirement, it has a kind of a domino effect. So whenever we have someone come in for a second opinion, we look at all those things and we try to mitigate risk as, as best we can. You never want to over-insure yourself because that's, that's a waste of money, but you want to make sure that you mitigate as much possible risk as you possibly can. Yeah. Obviously, mitigating risk is, is an important part of all this. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about things like the stock market that's been so up and down lately. That can be tough on retirees too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we look at the stock market. We've been in a 10-year bull market. So, you know, people that have been in it for, you know, since 2009, you know, they, they don't really care as much about 2018 being flat. And a lot of asset classes were down in 2018. Um but that's how the markets work. You know, they, they go up over time, but it's time in the market, not timing the market. Wow. You know, I think a lot of uh, listeners and investors want their financial advisor to be able to time the market perfect. That's not how it works. You know, in 23 years, I've seen a lot of different money managers, and you try to buy the best stocks you can, and you don't always make the best picks, but over time, if you reinvest dividends and you buy good equities, over time, those valuations go up. And one of the big mistakes that many retirees make, Tony, is when they change from accumulation to income. Okay, so that means, let's say you're within 10 years of retirement, you really need to look at your portfolio. If you're two years away or one year away, you definitely need to see how you're positioned because if you're gonna turn your portfolio into income, you know, we talked about 70 to 85% of your working income, now coming out of your portfolio or social security, or perhaps if you're lucky enough to have a pension, it needs to be allocated differently. How we invest for income and how we invest for growth are completely different. Um, you know, if we go back to 2007, if someone said, hey John, we have you know a million dollars in my 401k, I need 30,000 a year out of this. You know, at a 3% uh, rate out of a million, 30 grand, that was very achievable. But if they came to me uh, at the end of 08 or beginning of 09, and said, okay, now I have uh, 500,000 or 600,000, I need the same 30,000 a year guaranteed for life. Well, you just lost, you know, four or $500,000, you have half the amount now, that's gonna be extremely hard, if not impossible to do. So I think that asset allocation for many people is very important, and having your assets in safer asset classes to create income, especially for the first, say, 10 or 12 years of retirement is critical. And you are going to have buckets of money invested for growth, but if you're not going to touch them for 11 or 12 years, you're not going to worry about these big market sell-offs or corrections. You know, we've seen a thousand point up, 600 points down. You know, if you have your income plan planned properly, that bucket of money that's in the market's not going to affect you because you're not going to need to pull it out right now. Okay. Now, if you if you have not planned properly, and those buckets of money are way down in value and you're forced to pull the money out, let's say you're 70 and a half or 71, and you have all of your um, IRA money and equities, let's say it's in growth equities or even value, value got hurt last year, you might be down 15% and now you gotta pull out your RMD. You're forced to take a loss. That's an amateur mistake in my opinion because you should not have your income plan uh, that's predicated on stock market returns. If you do, that's a, that is a recipe for failure Sure. Because you can't determine when the next big bear market or sell-off is going to be. 
So well, I think for a lot of listeners out there, if you don't have a guaranteed income plan, and especially if, let's say, you're retiring next year, the next 10 to 12 years should be either in short duration type bonds, uh, maybe safe guaranteed annuities, things that are not going to lose principal, okay? Um, and then again, you invest the long-term in equities and those kind of investments. And that is how we build plans here at A4 Wealth. And, you know, again, our phones don't ring if the market drops 700 points because their income's still going to come in and they're not going to lose principal per se as that, as these uh, investments, you know, produce income and dividends and interest. So for those of you who don't have a plan like that, it's critical that you get one. Again, especially if you're within 10 years of retirement, it's time to maybe take some safer type positions so that you don't have a jarring type volatility in your portfolio. So give us a call, toll free, 855-260-7361. We're talking about spending less in retirement and controlling spending in retirement, but one big roadblock or, or wrench in the gears uh, in the works there would be health care costs, I would say, because they're huge, right? I mean, long-term Well, they're care, not only huge, healthcare. but they keep going up. You yeah. know, I think for listeners out there, um, you know, if you're over 50, you should look into long-term care insurance. Um, if you're over 65 years old and you're married, there's a 70% chance that you or your spouse is going to need long-term care. That's a pretty high percentage. I mean, I insure my home, Tony. And I, I think the stats are something like one in 5,000 that my house will burn down. But I have homeowners, you know, I'm sure most people out there do. So their percentage of needing long-term care is very high, okay? Especially if you're over 65, it's about a 70% chance for you or your spouse. And then part two is it's ever increasing. The cost of healthcare has not gone down. It's been incredibly increasing over the past 10 years. For those that own long-term care policies, We've also seen a dramatic increase in the cost of premiums. And, you know, you have to weigh it. Like, oh, my God, if I pay this another 10 years, I might be $30,000 out. And if I don't need it, you lose it. Um, so, you know, so there's two things here at play. Number one, look at your health, okay? Are you eating right? Are you exercising? Um, you know, cardiovascular disease has skyrocketed the United States. I think there's a heart attack every 40 seconds, Tony. Wow. Tony, you there? <laughs> I'm here. That's All huge. right, I just want to make sure that you're okay. I mean, <laughs> but every, every, every 40 seconds, um, I mean, that just blows my mind, okay? Yeah. And deaths account for 31% of all U.S. deaths each year, cardiovascular disease. Now, eating right, big deal, and then exercising. You know, I mean, you have to exercise, and, you know, we see a lot of retirees now that are in excellent shape. You know, we've got some over at the country club that, you know, they're in their 80s and they just whip everybody in tennis. I love it. Some that are mar running half marathons. And I mean, they're just going to be so well off, not because they're just in such great shape. But they're not paying all these extra costs to health care. They can actually keep that in a retirement account. They can go on vacation. They can spend that money on things that they like to do, things that they want to do. So another big tip is you know, be healthy, eat right, uh, exercise, do the things to be preventative. Now, when we look at long-term care, I recommend maybe hybrid type long-term care, asset-based long-term care. The nice things about that is they have a return of premium option that if you, you know, after say five or six years, let's say you buy it at 65, um, at age 70 or 71, if for some reason you had to get all your premiums back, you can get all your money back, okay? 
But if you had to turn that into long-term care, maybe 50,000 turns into 150 or 200,000. And that also can be tax-free. So the, the reason I like asset-based long-term care is number one, you don't have future premium risk like you do in traditional long-term care policies. You know, So that is a, a great tip for people out there because again, if you don't have it, you know, Medicare might cover the first 100 days and then after that it's on you. And where's the money gonna come from? It's gonna come from your retirement assets. And if you spend that down, you know, what's your quality of life gonna look like? So, you know, again, staying healthy and being preventative is what you wanna do. Um, but mitigating the risk to some degree, just in case, because people that I know are very healthy sometimes get sick, uh, I think is also very smart. That's to have a well-diversified plan and again, Tony, we, we've said it a million times, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. And we wanna make sure that our clients have a great, diversified, comprehensive plan that mitigates things like the increasing cost of healthcare. Because that's something you can't control in spending less, right? You might be able to buy, uh, you know, downsize your home, be reasonable, maybe buy a less expensive car. But your healthcare, you I mean you can't not spend it if you need it. So these are things that I think that listeners need to understand and get a plan. I would say give our office a call, it's toll free, and at least look at what a plan looks like if you don't have one. If you have a financial advisor, maybe you think your plan is on track, have us look at it. If it's on track, we'll tell you that it's on track and stay the course. If there's a hole in it, we'll tell you how to fill that gap. Give us a call toll free at 855 260 7361. All right. Well, that sounds great. And I think this has been a really great discussion. Obviously, there are a lot of costs that pop up that people aren't expecting in retirement. And we've talked about a number of them. I, I imagine there's more uh, like taxes. Well, you covered healthcare already. Taxes. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I don't think I told you. So the cardiovascular disease, CVD, they call it, last year was $317 billion. Oh, uh, 194 billion in direct medical cost, and 124 billion in lost productivity. Wow. I mean, so that just kind of tells you. I mean, I mean, you can't. Numbers don't lie. Um, yeah, 317 billion total, about a buck, not 194 billion approximately in direct medical, and about 124 billion in lost productivity because those people can no longer work or they're not productive. Right. Um, I mean, that's just a staggering number, you know. So. You know, we talk about goal setting, you know, uh, we're, in the, we're in January. Look at your health, you know. Health and wealth, I think, are, they go hand in hand. You know, if you, if you die with 20 million at 55, you didn't get a chance to enjoy it, you know. I mean, you might have worked really hard, stressed your body out, ate horrible, smoked, did all these, and it's not worth it. So you wanna have a well-balanced, healthy lifestyle and build wealth simultaneously. You can do so much more. You can give back so much more. You can give to charities, you can give to your church, you can give to families that are in need. You can't do that if you're, if you're just battling your own sickness. So we just throw that out there. Again, nobody wants to spend less in retirement, but if you have to spend more for healthcare costs, that can be devastating to your portfolio. Wow. Yeah, I would imagine it would be huge. Well, now we're almost out of time for today's show, John. Is there anything else you want to add or tell our listeners before we have to go today? You know, I think the main thing is getting a financial checkup. Um, we've talked about this a lot, but so many people either haven't ever done a plan because they think maybe they're too far behind or maybe they think, well, I have an advisor, it all looks good. 
listen, get a second opinion. And you know, if you don't have a detailed written income plan where you can actually look at it, it's physically written down on paper where you can see all your buckets of money, whether it's social security, pension, portfolio income, if you don't have that and see exactly what your monthly number is and you don't have a plan, you may have a bunch of investments, but you don't have a plan. So get one and we would love to help you put one together. Uh, so call us anytime, toll free at 855-260-7361. And we hope to everybody here back next week. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 